Shalom to all. Today's office is Kalamdach Samach Dalad, and we are starting Samach Gimel Amad Bez right at the beginning of the Gemara after the Mishnah. And in the Vilna Source Adaf, it's near the end of Lamad Gimel Amad Aleph. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Maisha, her Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now, the Mishnah brought a machlekes between the Tanakama on one side and Rabbi Yisrael Shimon on the other regarding one person who is Misakech his Gefen over somebody else's tevua. So Tanakama holds that he asers his friend's tevua and he's chayv to pay him for that. Whereas Rabbi Yisrael Shimon say, one person can't aser something that's not his, so he doesn't aser his friend's tevua. Now the Gemara quotes a b'risa, it says in the Pasuk, don't plant your kerem with kelayim. Now what do we learn from here? I only know from this Pasuk that we're talking about your kerem, meaning you are not allowed to plant kelayim in your kerem. But kerem acher minayin, what about somebody else's kerem? Namely, how do we know that you're not allowed to plant kelayim even in somebody else's kerem, meaning even a guy's kerem, even if it belongs to a guy, Talmud because the Pasuk says, Kerem v'loi kelayim. Namely, instead of the Pasuk saying, Karmacha loises are kelayim, it says it the other way around, loises are karmacha kelayim. And due to the proximity of these two words, karmacha kelayim, we learn from here that a Kerem is not allowed to have kelayim in it, no matter if it's yours or even if it belongs to somebody else, even a guy. Now, Amr Blazer, Blazer says, Ramerahi, this brass is according to Ramer. Because Ramer says, A guy does not have a Kenyan in Eretz Yisrael to the extent that something that grows from here is Pater and Miser. And this is Machlechus that we find throughout Shas, that when a guy buys land in Eretz Yisrael, has it been totally taken out of its Kedusha, and now it's considered like whatever grows here is like it's growing in Chutz Laaretz, and therefore it's not Chayv and Miser? Or no, do we say that it still has its Kedusha and it's Chayv and Miser? So Rav holds like the second opinion, that when a guy buys land in Eretz Yisrael, that's not a strong enough of a Kenyan that now what grows here is Pater from Miser, and by the same token with Kelayim, this land still has Kedusha, and therefore there's an Isra of Kelayim even in a guy's karem. However, Amr Rabbechan says, Really, this brass is according to everyone. Tifter, and we can explain it as follows, that the guy planted kalim in his karem, and that's not a problem. But then, a Yisrael bought it from him, and Yisrael is not allowed to have a karem that has kalim in it. However, Rabbechan both say that really this is Rav Meir, and it's not according to everyone. And on something similar, Hanevad, something that was served as a Vaidazara. For example, a cow. He bowed down to a cow and served it as a Vaidazara. So, it's Tanayat that those that teach in a b'raisa, whether he did this to his cow or to somebody else's, usser, the cow's usser, which means it's not allowed to be brought as a carbon. Or is those that teach in a b'raisa, if he did this to his cow, so it's usser, but mutter. If he did this to somebody else's cow, it's mutter, and it would be allowed to be brought as a carbon. Now, having by Meimer, they wanted to say, the one that holds that it's usser if he did this to his cow or even to somebody else's, Rev Meir Rebuda. That's a contra of Meir Rebuda, because we know that both Rev Meir and Rebuda hold that a person could usser something that's not his. Whereas Mandamar Shalai Asr Shal Khair Mutter, the Mandamar the other Bray saw that if he did it to his, it's Asr, but if he did it to somebody else's, it's Mutter, Rabbiasa Reb Shimon. That's Rabbiasa and Reb Shimon, that a person cannot ask for something that's not his. However, Rabbiasa says, Bashem Rabla, Divra Kailhi, really the first Bray said, this cow is going to be Asr, whether it's his or even if it's somebody else's, that's really according to everybody. And why is that? Come on, Tamar Taman, just like we learn over there, Davashesh by Ruachaim, something which is alive, like an animal, such as a cow. Afal Pisha Eno Nasr Hedyite, even though it will not be Asr to a Hedyite if it served as a Vaidazara, Nasser Gavaya, but it is Asr Tashem. It's not allowed to be brought as a carbon, and that's learned from a Pasuk. And the reason why it's Asr Tashem is because it's Mos. It's repulsive. We don't want to bring something like that as a carbon. Udikavasa. And similarly, Davrashayna Shalcha, something that's not yours, Afal Pishayna Nasser Lahedyite, even though it's not going to be Asr Tahedyite, meaning even though when he bows down to his friend's cow, he's not going to Asr to his friend, still Nasser Gavaya, he has accomplished that it's Asr Tashem. It's not to be brought as a carbon because it's Mos. And therefore, this Brysa that says, no matter whose cow we bow down to, it's Asr to be brought as a carbon, would be according to everyone, 
even according to the Manda Amar, that you can't ask for something that's not yours. And now going back to the Tanakam of our Mishnah, which remember, according to him, if a person is misakech his gefen over his friend's tevua, so he asks his friend's tevua and he's chayv to pay him for it. So Hashem and Lakish Amar, Shlakish says, this is a kenas according to Rav Meir, and this has to do with something called Dino de Garmi, which means he didn't do a Maisa Biyadayim, that's Usr, but he's still chayv. And Rav Meir is a Das Yachid, he's a minority opinion that says Dino de Garmi is Usr, and Rishlakish is saying that the Tanakam of our Mishnah is Rav Meir. And the Gemara continues, and Rishlakish even paskin like Rav Meir. Why'd he do so? Because Minada, based off of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says, Stam, Hamsakech is Gafna, if a person is Mesakech his Gafen over his friend's Tvua, Navachima Asa Maisa, did this fellow do a Maisa Biadayim? He didn't do a Maisa Isra Biadayim. All he did was be Mesakech his Gafen over his friend's Tvua. But that in and of itself is not Usr. Nothing happened yet. And the only way the Tvua could become Usr is when it grows another 200th with this Karim over it. So then it's Kilayim. And the fellow who put his vine over the Tvua, he didn't cause it to grow. So why is he Chayiv? El Kishahisef, when it added on that extra 200th, Lefidaitahumaisef, it's now growing according to his Das, namely when he was Mesakech his Gefen over his friend's Tvua, he knew that this would happen, so that's Ladaitai, and that's why he's Chayiv. And since the Mishnah tells us this Stam, it must be that that's how we Paskin Lahalacha. Now, what's the situation where Ishlakish Paskin like this? So it's the following There was a fellow who showed his Sela, his coin, to Reblazar. And this referring to a situation where Ruven owed Shimon money, and Reuven was going to pay him with a particular coin, and Shimon wanted to know if this is a valid coin. Maybe it was taken out of circulation, maybe there's something wrong with it, and it's not going to be accepted. So Shimon showed this coin to Reb Lazar, and Amr Lehi, Reb Lazar told him, Tavahi, it's good, you could accept it. And after Shimon accepted it, Vyifslas, it turned out that it was puzzle, and really it couldn't be used. So now that means Shimon is out of Sela, because the money he received from Reuven really can't be used. And based on top, also of the Kumir of Shimon Lakish, this story came to Rish Lakish, Vikansay, and Rish Lakish Kinas Reb Lazar, and told him that he has to pay Shimon and reimburse him for that coin. And where did Rish Lakish get this from? Minadah, from the following. We have a Mishnah, Hamar Dino Shulchani. If a person showed a dinner to Shulchani, to a money changer, same situation, Ruven owed Shimon money. Shimon showed that coin, that dinner, to a money changer who's an expert in coins and he wanted to know if it was good or bad. The Shulchani told him, it's okay, it's not a problem, you could take it. Vinim Tzoran, it turned out it was a bad coin. Chayv Lashalim. The Shulchani has to reimburse Shimon for that. Why? Because he's getting money for it. The Shulchani, this money changer, gets paid for his advice and therefore he's expected to analyze this coin with all the skill and knowledge and expertise that he has, and if he gave an incorrect evaluation, so he's chayv for that. And by the same token, Reb Lazar gave an incorrect evaluation, so he's chayv to pay Shimon. Asked the Gemara of Reb Lazar, nice Sachar, was Reb Lazar getting paid for his advice? He wasn't getting paid like a Shulchani is. A Shulchani is an expert, and he gets paid for his advice. So we understand that if he makes a mistake, he would have to pay for that. But Reb Lazar, he was just being asked as a favor. So why is he chayv to pay for it? So the Gemara answers, Reb Yaakov Acha says, B'shem Ravuna, Somebody takes authority for it, so he's like he's getting paid. Meaning, you're right, even though Reblazer wasn't getting paid for his advice, he was still was put in this position of authority, and he took this responsibility upon himself to say whether or not this is a good coin, and therefore he's like a nice sucker. it's like he's getting paid for it, because he has that same responsibility, and therefore he's chayv to reimburse Shemin because of this incorrect evaluation. Rabbi Yisri Rabun, Rabbi Yisri Rabun does not say this. Meaning, according to Rabbi Yisri Rabun, the reason why Rishlakish Paskin like this is not because he holds like Rav Meir. El rather, Reblazer Amr, Reblazer himself holds, in such a case, this is a knas, even according to the Rabbanon, that a person would have to pay for this. Whereas Rav Shem and Lakish Amr, Lakish holds, that this is a knas only according to Rav Meir, because only Rav Meir holds Dina de Garmi. And what was the situation over here? When this story came to Rish Lakish, Rish Lakish asked Rav Lazar, according to whom is this a knas, and one would have to pay for this. So Amr Leir, Rav told him, this is a knas even according to the Rabbanon. So Amr Leir, Rish Lakish told him, if that's so, so you have to go out and pay. Irish Lakish holds, 
hold that this is only Knas according to Rav Meir. And since he's a Das Yachid, according to me, you technically do not have to reimburse Shimon for this loss that you caused him. However, according to you, Rebel Hazar, you yourself said that this is a Knas, even according to Rabbanon, so therefore, Lishitascha, you have to pay Shimon for this. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow, continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.